Be welcomed into a creative family. Want to get a way to be inspired and make art with other dope Black women artists in Ghana? You might want to join me at my next artist retreat in December. It's an all-inclusive retreat that has you covered on food, housing, and a private car in Ghana. We travel to Cape Coast for an overnight trip to visit the slave dungeons, go to different art workshops like a kente weaving workshop, and go to all the best art spots and meet the best artists in Ghana. You'll leave feeling like Ghana is your second home. Secure your spot for the December retreat. Limited space available. Go to www.kindredcreativesco.org. My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower Black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creatives Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to host space for Black women to prioritize self-care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose-driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. Meet Chicago-based artist Abena Motaboli, whose creativity spans performance, painting, installations, and cultural work. Influenced by her South African and Ghanaian cultures, she uses materials from the earth like dirt, flowers, and tea to comment on displacement and past memories. Abena believes in using what you have to do whatever you want in your artwork. She has worked as an art facilitator with the Chicago Park District, Malwin Arts, the Garfield Park Conservatory Alliance, and Community Gardens. In this episode, learn how to find what brings you joy and ways to feel ignited and inspired to do your creative work. Hey, Abena. Hi, how are you doing, Victoria? <laughs> I am so good. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so hyped. I can't wait to talk to you and learn more about your story and just your journey as an artist. I'm excited. I love talking to you. Like anytime we talk, it's just like good vibes. <laughs> yes, I agree. Good times all around. Okay, so I love to always learn kind of the backstory of an, of an artist, kind of their journey of how they became who they are. And it really fascinates me to learn about just how they started making art or what was their first like yeah. path or connection to art. And so I would love to know that first to so hear that from you. What would you say was your first indication that this was the life you wanted, that you had, that art was really your path? 
Ooh, okay. So this is one area of my life where I feel incredibly lucky. Um, I remember when I was in grade two in elementary school, one of my art teachers showed this piece of uh, work that I'd made in the grade six exhibition. And from that moment, I knew I wanted to be an artist. It was such an honor. I was just like, oh my gosh, like someone believes in what I'm doing, like creative, mm-hmm. creatively. And I want to say like the colors that I'd used were like blacks and whites and browns which are colors that I've been using a lot right now um I went through a period of like bright color I'm such a colorful person but of late my work has just been very monochromatic and like brown but I'd definitely say like having someone believe in me when I was that young was sort of the thing that pushed it and then after that my parents sort of just like pushing me further and further with creativity having me put in like art classes over the weekend with my sister um, and just like just a passion for creative create being creative and creativity and then my mom who's from Ghana um, had a sewing shop back home and she'd sew clothes like West African traditional clothes and mm-hmm. made my prom dress and all that sort of thing so the house was always like a creative place and just like a place I wanted to make work and draw and write and like so I'd say from a young age <laughs> I definitely knew And I think it's been so exciting to be on this journey. Like the older I get, the more there is and the more there is to do. It's really exciting. Yes. I love that you had kind of early uh, experiences with art, seeing as though your mom was also creative and that your family supported you as an artist. I think that's really interesting because it's, it's important to have that support system, even, you know, early on, because a lot of times when you feel like, you know, art isn't important or it's not your path, it's easy to get discouraged and you know, not continued on that path. So I love that your family was just like, yes, go for it. I see you do your thing and you were able to continue. So that's so interesting. I know sometimes in African culture, speaking from my own experience, sometimes parents kind of push you to the more realistic professions like science or doctor or whatever. And so I love that like your family was like, nope, You know, I get it. We're all creatives here. And they really honored you as an artist. I mean, there was definitely a time where (laughs) I like considered being an engineer. I will say. I think we all gone through that. (laughs) I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to be an engineer. I like physics. Maybe I'm going to be an architect, uh, like an Mm -hmm. architect, like but it just, it didn't feel right. I'll definitely Mm -hmm. say I've had much more opportunity being in the U.S. with art. Mm-hmm. like I don't know that I could be an artist if we'd stayed back home um mm. so I think for me like every day just waking up and like despite the problems in this country being like okay I've got my studio in my like apartment I can still do what I want like that's amazing yeah like I'm so grateful that's awesome yeah. and I know that your experience immigrating to the states is really integrated in your art and you talk a lot about migration and just like nature and I know that had a lot to do with your upbringing can you talk more about that I'm so fascinated by how your culture and past experience has really influenced the art you make yeah yeah I think like everything I do I try to pull it back down to culture like who are you like who am I Mm -hmm. Um, and I think so much about just like growing up in this beautiful country called Lesotho which is totally landlocked in the middle of South Africa which is where my dad's from 
And so I grew up there for the first 18 years of my life. And it was just like such a beautiful upbringing surrounded by mountains and like plants and birds and like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I really don't want to go visit. I don't know when. But just like having that sense of nature being a part of you is something that I miss so much Mm -hmm. and something that I try actively in this country to make sure that I'm in touch with. Um, And so with a lot of my artwork, I've been delving more into nature and just learning about plants. And I feel like there's so much knowledge we already have of everything else. But I keep coming back to this thought of like, why don't I know the name of the tree in my backyard? Like, why can't I like... (laughs) Mm-hmm. connect with this beautiful thing but like I have my laptop and my cell phone and all these other things which are so distracting so I guess just sort of trying to find a return to that which is very peaceful so I incorporate that a lot in the work that I do I do like paintings installation sound work poetry interdisciplinary everything yes <laughs> um I don't all limit myself <laughs> I do not limit myself. And, and it's went, fun. It's such a journey. It is fun. And I've watched some of your videos, your process of just using these natural dyes. And first of all, your work is beautiful. I saw Thank your you. work in person and I was just so happy to like see it. And we have a, a connection through Malwin. You're a teaching artist there as well. Yes. But just like feeling your energy and just vibing off of y'all. It's like, this girl is dope. I definitely have to get to know her better. And so I was oh so gosh. happy that I saw <laughs> your work because it's really interesting the way you, I don't want to talk for you because I don't know your process exactly, but the way you combine materials and stains and residue to create these beautiful paintings using like tea and dirt and all kinds of cool stuff flowers it's really really beautiful oh my gosh thank you so much Victoria (laughs) first (laughs) of all you're amazing Um, (laughs) but um yeah I love just like the earth dirt nature natural things natural materials I love tea like I remember like back home I used to have a friend I think she was from Afghanistan and she'd come over like after school we'd use like one liter of milk my mom would be so angry because <laughs> we'd just like <laughs> make so much tea mm-hmm. <laughs> like chai tea um, but it was also just like any time, and I'm sure you relate to this too, like any time someone was over or a visitor was over, my mom would get like the best like dining set and like mm-hmm. the tea, like the tea sets that we never yes. use, they're off limits. Mm-hmm. But when the visitors are there, you can use them and you have your cookies and you have your tea. <laughs> exactly. I know all about I, that. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it just carries like so much memories for me. Um, and then of late I've been or even when I first came to this country, I was just like looking for things that reminded me of home. And tea drinking was something that brought me back home of like, oh my gosh, I miss this so much. Like, what can I do over here that will remind me of home? And it was just like, all right, I'm gonna keep drinking my tea. I'm gonna spill it on my canvas. Oh my gosh, that looked amazing. Okay, <laughs> let me explore. Yes. <laughs> And so I've been painting with tea and coffee, I want to say for the past 10 years. Um, And it's been a really cool process or interaction, painting with the tea and the coffee. And I feel like it's so much like life, like you have an idea of where you want it to go. But once you pour that spill, it's not going to be exactly what you want. And you're going to have to move it and push it around and respond to it and interact with it until like this beautiful creation comes out and like that's life. And so... I definitely say using tea and coffee is really important, but I also think 
I started thinking about the history of where this tea and coffee comes from. And I realized like, oh, this is not something from our culture. This was brought to us by the people who colonized us. So it's mm-hmm. just like tra- tracing the routes of colonization through this medium that is such an integrated part of um, the culture and our lives back home. Yes, I love the personal connection that you have with your material, because not only is it like a sense of belonging, because you're remembering your home and, you know, your community and this time in your life that made you happy, but it also has this history connected to it that I think is really fascinating. You, I would say that in all of your different art practices with the poetry, with the writing, with the video, all of it seems to have this personal connection. Would you say there's a common thread that kind of lines all your work together that's aligning them or are they, do you see them as separate practices? Wow, that's such an interesting question. <laughs> I'd say I'd say it's very interconnected. Um, mm-hmm. And I think something I had a really big problem with coming out of my bachelor's degree in fine arts, like back in college, like I graduated back in 2016, but so much of art school was like, you have to have this one body of work. Like Mm -hmm. you have to be doing this one thing. You have to define your creativity by this one thing that you're doing and everyone knows you for this, which was something that like really didn't interest me. Like I Mm -hmm. I think just like people to have that like joy and freedom within yourself and to not limit yourself on doing anything and like okay today I want to try sound I'm going to collaborate with someone and do something or I'm going to try video or dance or like just any form of expression that feels right for the moment and I think it's been challenging marketing that and figuring out like the business side of how do I um, like portray myself to the public but I feel like for me so long as I'm being honest with myself and showing up for myself in the most authentic way that people will appreciate that because it's honest and true. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think it's important yeah. to like come from that place of like what brings me joy because that's where the magic yeah. happens. And it's okay to be multi-passionate and have all these different like pursuits. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that you can share it all to the world or you can keep some to yourself, but as long as it keeps you sustained and brings you joy, that's what's the most important thing and that's really what resonates with me like for whenever I'm around you I just feel this joy that's like comes out of you and I see it in your work and in your process and I think it's really important to center yourself in that joy and so I'm so I'm so curious to know more about you know how do you sustain yourself with your art practices Mm -hmm. with your wellness with your community work all the different facets of what you do how are you able to kind of stay sane yes okay so definitely water water is like my go-to like oh my gosh something about the water I feel like I'm just so connected to um and this is weird I don't know how true this is but I just recently found that Abena my name means someone tied to the water I know it means a girl born on Tuesday but I also read up somewhere that it means someone linked to the ocean or water and I was like Mm. what how did I ever know that <laughs> yes. Just the synchronicity and the like ways of finding out about things. And then I've been doing that. a ton of botanical dyeing, which is like a really like laborious process of dyeing with roses and flowers. Um, and just like spending time with the plants. And I just found out that the city I was born in, Bloemfontein in South Africa, is the city of roses. So oh. just like all these random yes. beautiful moments. All these connections. <laughs> And connections that are so 
like what's the word not even rejuvenating like it just is so meaningful and I feel like whenever I'm in the studio it just feels like a curious world of wonders where I'm like tapping into things and playing Mm -hmm. around and like just having moments of like finding things out and experimenting Mm -hmm. it's like I get to be a kid again Um, yes that's so important (laughs) like having that like experimentation like just like playing yeah. yeah. Would you say it's that's important. when you feel the most creative when you're in that kind of zone? That and being out in nature. So we've been doing a bunch of like trips out to like national parks. We we're in the Badlands in South Dakota yet last week. That was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the Black Hills and just like really beautiful indigenous lands. And then a few months ago, we were out in uh, Big Bend National Park. So it's like on the border of Mexico and Texas. And that was Mm -hmm. really beautiful. And this year, I'd say like last year, as challenging as it was, I think the silver lining was being able to like have virtual jobs and travel to like all these like places of beautiful nature around the country. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And that in itself, like national parks are very complex and complicated and (sighs) just like not accessible to the people that they should be accessible to on indigenous lands. Mm-hmm. but being in those spaces has been so rejuvenating and just such beauty like so much beauty and passion so I think having those moments mm-hmm. has been so important for my form of like self-care and soaking in mm-hmm. um, and then returning to the studio and like wow there's so much I want to share and how like how can I translate this yes. um, into what I'm doing I love that because I think it really is important to like take those moments for yourself. And if you need to get away and go into nature and get out of the city or whatever, I think that's so important. Sometimes we feel like we have to like hustle through it and just like figure it out and just like push through it. But no, sometimes you need a break and you need to like get out into the nature or into the world or see a good friend or whatever and just have that space to rejuvenate. And so yeah. I love that that's such an integral part of your process. And, you know, it should be like, it should be like a way for you to just like refuel, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel really lucky to be able to experience that. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's been really interesting also challenging being out in the West and like places where there aren't a lot of people of color and seeing Mm -hmm. like the views of people of color and realizing that I do or I am able to be in those spaces because of my views, because of not growing up here, it is a little bit easier or not as triggering to be in those Mm -hmm. spaces. Mm -hmm. So I think it's been and it is a learning journey, a journey I'm still learning, you know? Yes. Um, I want to talk more about that because you just made me think of something. My own personal experience, I went to art school and I was usually the only Black girl in the class. And I felt really isolated for a long time and it really affected my self-esteem and just like feeling like an artist. And so I know that you came here for school or you went to school in Chicago. Um, Did you have, how was your art experience for you as far as like going to school and meeting artists? How did you feel when you first came to the country? Did you feel welcomed? Mm, So many things. (laughs) I know. We can talk forever. (laughs) That is so layered. I know. (laughs) I could talk to you for like hours. Um, Mm -hmm. But so when we first moved back in 2012, I was like 18, we were out in the suburbs. I went to community college to get my gen eds. Mm -hmm. And I like the experience of being an immigrant in the suburbs was awful. Like anytime Mm -hmm. I'd meet someone, it would be like, where are you from? You mentioned Mm -hmm. like 
they suit you they're like okay i don't know where that is and you mentioned south africa and they're like oh okay i have a friend in kenya or like just all this stuff where like right people would ask you questions like do you have internet do you walk barefoot like mm. you know just questions that you're like I oh know. my gosh <laughs> wait, yeah. why are we here like it's why is this not <laughs> yeah it wasn't the best experience so i moved to chicago in 2014 um to come to columbia college chicago and that experience was beautiful just That's like good. being downtown, being in a city. I was at a different art show every weekend, just like meeting people, yes. networking, like blooming <laughs> into a big <laughs> butterfly. And <laughs> say so that was really um, just such a beautiful moment of like, oh, wow, I get to have this experience and make it whatever I want it to be for myself. So I'd say it was it was a really good experience. I came to Columbia College sort of already knowing what I wanted to do and just using the space for resources and to like get what I wanted to do done and to network. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like by the time I graduated, I was just like, all right, I'm ready yes. <laughs> to be out of college. I've been working <laughs> in the city art scene simultaneously, which worked out really well for me. But yeah, on the issue of like race, I think that was definitely something that 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 was always there like going to art shows like I went to this one art show and this um white guy pointed out to me he's like you realize you're the only person of color in this room and I'm like all right mm. that didn't add anything to this conversation mm -hmm. <laughs> thanks mm -hmm. for letting me know right <laughs> all right what do you want me to do with that <laughs> cool yeah yeah so I mean it's an ongoing dialogue and there's several issues and things that happen within the art scene um, where I, I feel like there's so much work that needs to be done especially by people moving through their privilege and starting to move through their privilege mm -hmm. which can be very harmful to be in as a BIPOC person so I think for me like navigating those spaces making sure to have my boundaries all the way up when I know it's a situation that will be harmful yeah. um, and just sort of like I think really listening to yourself and your gut and like what your body is telling you, because I feel like the body tells you so many things. Um, and if you're in touch with that, you will sense when things are wrong. But I mean, that doesn't always happen either. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sometimes so just, it's hard to kind of see like what's happening until later. You're like, oh, that was actually not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think for me as well, and I know I, this is also really like, I don't know how to phrase it right now, but I think that I do have more leeway in situations that might be really traumatic for a, a person of color who's grown up in this country. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, for an arts organization, I was recently asked to be a diversity person. I was the only person of color in the room, and I'm like, I don't feel comfortable mm. doing this. Yeah. Um, that's not something you just put on someone without paying them or, like, having a larger conversation or right. transparency or building a relationship with that person first um and I don't you know just seeing that the person didn't even realize why that was wrong um mm. and so there are things that will happen and I know I won't be the first or last mm -hmm. um but just sort of like all right well this is not as triggering as it could have been um and like how can I like help the situation positively or share resources that will help or like, you know, if you're going to take up space and be another organization, then, you know, do the work that needs to be done, especially in yes. equity. Um, yes, yes. And I think what you said also earlier about checking with yourself, if this doesn't feel right, leaning into your body and how it feels is really a great practice people can do if they do feel like something doesn't seem 
off and like what you feel is valid. Yeah. It doesn't matter if no one else sees it or feels it. If you're feeling like uncomfortable or whatever, I think that's super important. And as a person of color navigating in the art world, which is predominantly white still is changing, you know, shifting, but still where the minority it's, it's important to really protect yourself and have agency to be able to say like, this is not okay. I know my worth. I know what I deserve. I know what brings me joy yeah. and, you know, lean into that. And that's hard. I mean, I'm not saying like it's yeah. easy. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> takes work to, to be able to stand up for yourself and to say like, yes. to have those difficult conversations. Yeah. But I do think it's important to like have your own sustainability to be able to do those things and to check in yes. with yourself. Yeah, so. it's important. I think even mm-hmm. just having like a support network, like I, yes. remember I, I called my like previous supervisor and she's been doing like a lot of this work as well. And just talking things through mm-hmm. with someone who's gone through something similar or asking for for like their opinion and like what do you think so you're not just like in your head like am I wrong like you know yeah um all the feels <laughs> yes exactly yeah I'm yes. all about community have your people yeah. around you have them uplift you yes it's, it's, it's what helps me get through a lot of situations so yes, yes definitely so I have one kind of like bigger overarching question and this is really just for a listener who is listening to you and is like, you know, I am so encouraged by Abina. I love how she is really leaning into what brings her joy and building this sustainable practice for herself. How can I do that too? So my question for you is, if another artist who maybe is starting, just starting off trying to discover what they want to do, what type of practice they want to really, you know, lean into, what would you say is your advice or what words of wisdom would you give an an artist starting off who is really looking to have that joy as an artist and really build a sustainable practice? I say find the things that make you happy. That's easier said than done. But, you know, I remember one of my college instructors being like the first year out of college is going to be so hard. You're going to be alone. You're going to be like trying to figure it out and stuff. And yes, it was challenging, but just stick with it, you know, Mm -hmm. like keep going. Like if you have a a dedicated day per week in your studio, like make that your thing. And like that is a priority that is just as big a priority as your other jobs are or as, as your other gigs are. And then experiment, like let yourself play, like (laughs) have those moments of joy and just do the things that bring you happiness. I think so much of the time it's like easier. Oh, I wouldn't say it's easier. If you look at writers, for example, like part of their process is just like thinking, like you have a Mm -hmm. writing residence, you think maybe you're talking with people, you're not doing the actual writing, but Mm -hmm. it does, it takes so much like stuff and just doing and like being or like being in your communities in order to do the work that you're trying to do. So just giving yourself leeway for that space and time um, and keeping at it. And then the number one thing that's got me to like so many different spaces and so many opportunities is networking. I love people. People give me joy. Like Just yes. being here talking with you is like so rejuvenating for my soul. And so just like finding ways to like talk to people, like I made it a habit, like the first year I was here to go to an art show every week. And that was like network, network, network. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like getting to know people. I'm just so fascinated by people, by what they're doing, by different artists and like, oh, okay, you do this. How can I like 
do something similar or try it out or like how does this fit into my practice or like moments when I do have like periods where I'm like just okay like what do what do I do right now maybe I'm writing instead of creating or maybe I'm like taking walks instead of painting but then it's like what can I come up with to make this exciting again for me like Mm. is it collaborating with someone is it having a studio visit with someone is it going to that one show I've been putting off for like a while but like I know I have a free Saturday right (laughs) that Saturday and like go see it and be re-inspired again and like the internet is such a resource like this past year like the number of virtual conferences Mm -hmm. virtual talks like yeah resources like you just have to find like one thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. that you want to delve further into and delve into that yes it's like there's so much I've been really interested in like pigments and like working with the earth and soil and like different types of dirt um and dyes and so I'm teaching a course with the Garfield Park Conservatory Alliance on like pigment exploration and the natural world um just digging into like the indigenous backgrounds of where these pigments come from and how they were used. And like, that's so exciting to me because it's so like out of my arena and like the science behind how they mix together. Mm-hmm. So like figuring those things out and then like going on a walk and like, Oh, there's this red ochre over here. Or they're like, there's that. I know that. Like just making, making sure you're having fun with what you're doing, you know, and finding joy in those moments. Yes. Oh my God. So many gems. Thank you. Because I think that's (laughs) what you just said about like thinking, what makes this exciting for me? Like such a simple question, but so important, like in everything that you do, stop yourself and think, what makes this exciting for me? And then like, yeah. keep going in that direction and I love that like it's so implemented in everything that you do because I do think that's what that's what makes it sustainable right yeah as artists we love what we do but that doesn't mean it isn't hard work and so yeah. you know you have to find the joy and the pleasure in it as well and oh my so- gosh even right now like I'm just itching to go to a farmer's market and buy flowers <laughs> <So I'm> like- <laughs> I've been like, oh, I need to do things. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Enjoy the flowers for a few weeks before using them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I I was telling you, this book that actually reminded me of you, Victoria, Undrowned by Alexis Pauline Gums. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. She spends so much time with these marine creatures and marine mammals. And there's this part in the book where she talks about this dolphin just like spinning and it's like showing off its flippers and it's like look at me like look what I can do Um, (laughs) and I just I feel like there's not so much space in the society to take the the time for yourself to be grateful for what you've achieved for you Mm -hmm. Um, so just like having that practice that's important for you and yourself and like knowing when to splash and show your fins but like also knowing when to like have that moment just for you is important Mm. otherwise you keep going and you keep going and that's not healthy. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Show off a little sometimes. I think it's important to like acknowledge (laughs) your gifts and like the dope work you're doing, you know, and if someone doesn't tell you, you got to tell yourself sometimes and that's okay. (laughs) And it keeps you going. It does. Whatever you're feeling, whether you're sad, like angry, like whatever you're feeling, it's just like, okay, here's this thing that I do purely for my Mm. own pure like joy and that will keep you at it for like I think forever (laughs) 
gosh. So good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that. I do want to give you your moment to shine. If there's anything you want to announce, any upcoming openings or projects you're working on, anything you want people to attend. You, you mentioned your workshop. So yes. we'll definitely have that in the show link. But anything else you want to share? Ooh, lots of things. <laughs> yes, share it all, please. <laughs> um, so I think you already know this, but I just started my Etsy store called Joyous by Benna Art. And that's like my place yes. to play, my place to wander. I was just like, after reading that chapter in the book, I was like, yes, I can be joyous and I can mm-hmm. share it. And like, you know, so long as it's honest, like put it all out there. So that's up. I also have my current website, which is abenaart.com on Instagram at Abena Art. I've got two upcoming bending shows with the Lincoln Square Chamber of Commerce, one July 10th, one August 21st. I'm super excited about that. Nice. Um, sharing with a couple of, of other spaces. And then I'm organizing or co- co-hosting this event called The Bry. Um, that's going to be June 13th, co-hosting with my partner, Nate, and a friend, Nikki. And a bry is basically like a barbecue in South Africa. Like anyone who grows up in Southern Africa knows what a bry is. Like... Mm. It's just the ethic of we're going to come together and have a good time and hang out and eat meat. We've got like vegetarian barbecue as well. That sounds amazing. um, I'm excited. Um, I know um, someone's going to be sponsoring um, pizza and they're mixing borovors in, which is kind of like a Polish sausage from like back home and chakalaka and just like... We've got okay. I hope I get an 17 invite. Artists. I'm there. <laughs> you will get an invite. <laughs> I definitely want to come. We've got music, vendors. I'm just like, I'm, I'm really excited. I just want to do more events with people and organize mm-hmm. and be in community. And just the ethics of, of having joy and like good vibes with people. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping this will be something that will continue through the summer also looking to host other events um, and dig more into that. So, so lots cool. of things. Yes. Okay. So many things. We'll have everything, on, you know, so people can see it. But definitely stay connected to Abena. Find her on Instagram. Check out her website. Join her newsletter. She is really amazing. And she has beautiful art for sale as well. So yes. definitely <laughs> check it out. And I know you're also branching out into like, clothing like I know you're making scarves yes yes absolutely so yes I've been doing a bunch of botanical dyeing I've been doing commission pieces I just finished working on like a commission piece for like baby clothes (laughs) which is really fun um so dyeing like clothes with tea coffee different spices different flowers and coming out with more scarves um in the summer and then I've also been doing workshops. So I offer one-on-one group workshops, workshops with organizations on self-care and using sustainable geared art, such as tea and coffee and those materials. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all on my website. Everything yes. is there. Abena <laughs> Art, yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for you and all that's coming up. And like I said, I'm definitely at that event you talked about because that sounds like a good time. <laughs> but thank you for coming on and thank I'll talk you. to you soon. Thank Bye. you so much, Victoria. Bye. Of course. Bye. See you next week, same day, same time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And send me a comment if you really like this one. 
And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius.